I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Friday, June the 18th, and we have had such a good week. Uh, it has been perfect weather, and I was talking to Brother uh, Joe Arthur Wednesday night, I think it was right before the service and right after the service, we just were just talking about how beautiful, how perfect the weather was for our tent revival, and I thank the Lord for Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, such great messages, and I want to thank God's people for coming out, being faithful, and uh, being a part of those services, and we're looking forward to now a great day on Sunday. This is uh, Father's Day this Sunday, and we'll have uh, services under the tent Sunday morning at 11 o'clock, Sunday night at 6, and all of our Sunday school classes will meet at 10 o'clock in the building, and we will not have online Sunday school this week, but uh, I hope you plan to come. Be a part of a Sunday school class, and if you're not able to, I hope you'll definitely tune in and uh, listen in to our services, 11 o'clock and 6 o'clock on Sunday. Uh, thank you for joining us by way of the radio, 95.9 FM. Also, those of you watching on Facebook, we'd love to hear from you, and we thank you for tuning in. And uh, we've got some faithful listeners, and that blesses my heart just to think that you, however you do it, uh, you just put it on your schedule and you uh, tune in and listen. And you are a blessing to us. I hope we're a blessing to you. And I hope that the, the songs and the, the Bible preaching and teaching, I hope it's a blessing, hope it's a help to you. Happy birthday today to Dot Britton and Jerry Slagle. Hope you have a good day today. Happy anniversary today to Joey and Shay Briggs. And I hope you folks have a wonderful day. And then we've got some birthdays tomorrow. Uh, Becky Allen, Mike Clark. Michael Lunsgard and Joshua Watkins. I hope you folks have a happy birthday tomorrow on Saturday, and uh, we'll look forward to seeing uh, many of you on Sunday for a great day at church. Let's be in prayer uh, for the day on Sunday. And you say, well, I don't go to Victory Baptist Church. I go to another church. Well, good. I hope you're praying for your church and praying for your pastor. I hope you're already asking God to speak to you and be ready to uh, receive a blessing on Sunday and be ready to be a blessing on Sunday. Uh, let's pray for our country, pray for the nation of Israel, and uh, let's pray for uh, revival for our country, that God would do a great work. This Sunday is Father's Day, and I'm thankful for godly fathers. I'm thankful for godly men that He has placed in our church. We are blessed with some wonderful men. I want you to hear this song sung by the Blunkall family, and the name of this song is In My Father's Eyes. And you know, I'm glad that uh, in the eyes of our Heavenly Father, I'm glad He sees us as His children. And I'm glad that His love for us is unconditional. And I want you to listen to this song. I hope it'll be a blessing. And then we'll be back in Proverbs 6 right after this song. From a distance He'd be watching me And I guess somehow He knew That in my heart I long to be like Him In time, the closer we became, the more it seemed I grew. 
I'd fall and he'd pick me up and I'd try again. He loves me even when I do the things I shouldn't do. And when I fail to do the things I should I've heard it said that love is blind And I've come to know it's true He forgets the bad and remembers all the good In my Father's eyes there's no wrong I've done In my Father's eyes I am the perfect son He must see someone I can't see And it makes me want to try Like the sun that's in my Father's song and I'm thankful for the way that God sees me. He doesn't see me uh, through my sin, um, but he sees me through the eyes of his son, Jesus Christ. And by the way, 
If you've been saved, if you've been born again, that's the way God sees you. And I'm so thankful for that great song. I want you to notice with me Proverbs 6. And by the way, thank you to all those who are uh, listening and tuning in. And many of you let us know uh, during the song. I was glancing at uh, some folks that are listening and watching on Facebook and, of course, on the radio. Uh, we don't know uh, all, who all is listening on the radio, but we thank you for those that do. Uh, from time to time, you text us or you call in or even at a church service, all people say, I was listening to this or I heard that story and I appreciate that and I hope it's a blessing. We talked about yesterday, we talked about uh, what we can learn from the ant. The Bible says in Proverbs 6, go to the ant, thou sluggard, consider her ways and be wise. And we talked about yesterday, uh, we talked about that uh, NBA prospect, if you remember that, uh, who overslept, had an opportunity to play for the uh, National Basketball Association, but he couldn't get out of bed. Uh, I hope as Christians, I hope we're not lazy, but I hope we are uh, uh, faithful. I hope we're dependable. I hope we're committed to the cause of Christ. Romans 12 says it like this, not slothful in business, but fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. We ought to be fervent. We ought to be uh, on fire. We ought to be just burning with passion and zeal to serve God. And I hope that's the way that you view the Christian life. Notice with me in Proverbs 6 and verse number 10, it says, uh, well, verse 9, How long wilt thou sleep, O sluggard? When wilt thou rise out of thy sleep? Uh, yet a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to sleep. So shall thy poverty come as one that traveleth, and thou want as an armed man. Uh, a lazy person is not going to have enough to live. A lazy person is not going to be able to feed himself or feed his family. Uh, we ought to be uh, hard workers, diligent in working. Uh, we ought not uh, always be uh, lazy and laying around, sitting on the couch. We ought to get busy and do something. And I'm glad we serve a God, the Bible says, who neither slumbers nor sleeps. Now, we need some sleep. But we have a God who never sleeps, and I'm thankful for that. He is uh, able to care for us 24-7. Every day, God is there for us. Notice what it says in Proverbs 6, verse 12. A naughty person, that's a worthless person. Uh, a wicked man walketh with a, a froward or a perverse mouth. He winketh with his eyes. He speaketh with his feet. He teacheth with his fingers. Frowardness or perversity is in his heart. He deviseth mischief or, or wickedness continually, he soweth discord. We'll get to, in these next few days, we'll get to the person that sows discord. God hates that. It says in verse number 15, Therefore shall his calamity, um, so his destruction shall come suddenly, suddenly shall he be broken without remedy. There is judgment for the person that is lazy, the person that will not work. And uh, may God help us to be diligent. Romans 13, again, it's time to awake out of sleep. Uh, don't miss an opportunity to serve God. Don't miss an opportunity uh, to tell others about Christ. We need God to help us. We'll see in these next uh, few days, we'll see in Proverbs 6, we'll see that there are some things that are an abomination to God, verses 16 to 19. Verses 20 to 23, there are some things we need to pay attention to. And then verses 24 to 35, we see the adulteress. And we see uh, how we must watch out, we must guard against uh, that person. We have seen in these uh, first few verses of Proverbs 6, we have seen uh, how God views lazy people. Uh, God does not like laziness. God does not approve of laziness. But now we're going to see in verses 16 through 19, there are some things that are actually an abomination to God. That word abomination, literally, it's something that makes God 
sick. I don't know what it is that makes you sick, and I don't mean to ruin your appetite, so maybe don't think on that too long. But I know uh, growing up, we used to joke and tease, but my dad hated Chinese food with a passion. Now, honestly, I don't know that it was really that. I mean, I know he didn't like it. I'm not sure it was that bad or if he just turned it into a joke. But my dad hated Chinese food. As a matter of fact, my mom and I, we'd go to the Chinese restaurant. My dad would not go. He wouldn't set foot inside that Chinese restaurant. Uh, We had some church members just as a joke. They would get those little Chinese to-go boxes. You know which ones I'm talking about? They'd get those Chinese to-go boxes. They would fill them with candy. And they would leave them on my dad's desk. And my dad would just about refuse to even touch what was inside it because it was in a box. He just did not like Chinese food. Now, I'll tell you, I love Chinese food. I'm getting hungry right now just talking about it. Uh, But that food was something that it was an abomination. My dad, he did not want it. My mom, and I'm not sure why this is. I think growing up, uh, uh, my mom uh, just was around it too much. It made her sick. But my mom does not like seafood. My mom does not like fish. It made her sick. I'm talking about it could be tuna fish. It could be fish sticks, you know, that you stick in the oven. My mom wanted nothing to do with seafood. Don't even talk about uh, uh, shrimp or don't even talk about uh, a lobster or don't even talk about sushi. Oh, no way. Not even close. But she couldn't handle it. She didn't want it. She didn't want to be near it. She didn't like the smell of it. Can I tell you, there may be some things that make you sick. And maybe there are things that don't bother other people, but they do bother you. Can I tell you, we will see in Proverbs 6, verses 16 to 19, these six things doth the Lord hate. Yea, seven are an abomination to him. And as we look at those things, I want to challenge you. Let's let's make sure that these are not things that are evident or things that are are even um, uh, existing in our lives. I don't want to do anything that would make God sick. Could you imagine if you had a, a husband or wife or a child or a parent or someone and, and you did something uh, that made them sick? Maybe you served some kind of food and that made them sick. You know what? You wouldn't do that again. I promise you. You'd say, well, if that's something that makes them sick, we're not going to do that anymore. And may God help us as Christians. Let's find the things that God loves. Let's find the things that please God and let's do a lot of that. Let's do as much of that as we can. And then let's identify the things that God hates. And if it's something that God hates, let's determine and let's commit today to say, if God hates it, then I hate it. If God is against it, I'm against it. If God is not pleased with this, then I want to stay a hundred miles away from that. I don't even want to be close. You know, the Bible says this, that we should abstain from all appearance of evil. I think there's some things that maybe in and of themselves, they're not necessarily bad, but if it's the appearance of evil, I want to avoid it. I love what the Bible says about Job. I'll close with this. He was a righteous man. He was a good man. He was a faithful man. But the Bible says about Job, he was one that feared God and he eschewed evil. That word eschew, E-S-C-H-E-W, that word, we don't use that word really today, but it means that he avoided it. He said, if that's evil, I'm not going to get close to it. Uh, By the way, when you go to uh, a a mountain or you go to a cliff, uh, you're very foolish to see how close you can get to the edge. Now, I don't have to worry about that. I don't even get close because I'm afraid of height. So I'll I'll be 20 feet away from that edge. 
But, you know, it'd be very foolish to get up to that very edge and stick one foot over and lean over and, and, and joke about it because all it takes is one slip and you're falling off. And can I tell you, when it comes to sin, let's not get close. Let's stay away and let's do all we can to please God. I hope you have a great day and hope you live on the winning side. God bless you. And we'll be back next week and we'll go through those seven things that are an abomination to God and we'll identify those and we'll do all we can to stay away from those things. God bless you. Have a great day. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.